Hey everybody, welcome to another, hey Joey, um, another episode of Design Recharge. I think this is episode 350. It is, because last week was 349, I get confused. Pat and I had a lot of sleep. I feel like Waldo. Doesn't he wear like a shirt like this and he has big round glasses? <laughs> I'm like, I looked at myself in the mirror on the way from the bathroom on the way here. And um, I was like, I look like Waldo. My mom, I'm sure, is not sure who Waldo is, but hopefully everybody else got a good laugh and Jason Carr now has to come and see what it is instead of just working and having us in the background. Um, anyway, today we're going to be talking about, well, first we're going to introduce ourselves. So where you are, what you do, and your name, of course. Okay. Joey, you're going to start because you're a new one on and then we're going to make sure Jose gets... Um, Lots of time before he has to leave to eat dinner because he's in Spain. All right, Joey, tell us where you are. I know where you are, but tell us where you are. Awesome. Thanks, Dan. Hey, team. Uh, my name is Joey Roos, and I am in Atlanta, Georgia. And I am running a web design agency uh, as well as launching a software startup called Creative Critique, uh, which is designed for creatives to give and receive quality, actionable feedback on each other's work. Um, we're launching a beta in August, which Diane has uh, so kindly agreed to beta test with her students. So excited about that. I'm excited too. All right, great. And he's wearing his brand, Creative Critique, but it's not just for students. It's for real people. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. We're beta, just want to make beta testing it with students, but the idea is for it to be a professional software that you learn how to use while you're in school. Right. Because a lot of times we don't get the critique that we need. Right. All right, so exactly. we'll go with the second branded person. You people need to wear your own t-shirts, I guess. Scott, I know you got t-shirts, buddy. I have some. Okay, okay, John, you're the only one in your branded t-shirt, so tell us about you. Ah, so uh, my wife and I, Dee, have a branding agency and development agency here in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, we have recently started a uh, what would be a passion project based on a road trip that we took last year uh, that kind of took it gave us a different insight on life in general kind of kick back and take things a little bit more easy and spend time with family and friends and that's what this brand is all about uh, our merchandise brand so uh, that's probably what we'll be sharing some of today so that's what we got all right jose Oh, oh, yeah, you said you're a Peoria, Illinois. Okay. So, <clears throat> hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Jose from Seville, Spain. Um, and I, I have a, a background as a product designer uh, during more, more or less 15 years. And now I pivoted to a design consultant. So what I do is just make, thing ha make things happen for, for people that has uh, projects that involve uh, some design or logistics and um, production, basically. So is this, this is how recent of a change is this for oh, you? Um, yeah, one, one year and a half, I think. I, I started doing that. It was progressive. It, it was not like uh, from, from one day to, to another. Uh, basically, lastly, um, in January or so, uh, December 2019 uh, or January this year, I started uh, niching down 
to what is um, cultural associations and uh, sports clubs as a main um, as a main client. Which, it's rough uh, come COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the point right now. That it's everything uh, upside down and it's it's quite it's quite tough. All right, Chris. Hey everyone, I'm Chris Martin. I'm in Vancouver, Washington, just north of Portland, Oregon. And uh, let's see, what do I do today? I am a podcaster, so I have my own podcast. I do filmmaking. I guess I haven't really done that in a while because it's kind of hard to do that right now. And uh, I like teaching people and helping creative people be the people they want to be. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. And you have a podcast. Tell them about your podcast. I do not have t-shirts. I am failing the self-promotion game. Uh, if only I knew someone in merchandising. I know two people now. But uh, my podcast is called Getting Work to Work. And uh, I've always been fascinated with watching people work and learning about work. And uh, so I think I just, I'm eventually going to record episode 420 later today. Whoa, that's amazing. All right. Thank you. I'm leaving D for the end. Scott? Yeah, so I'm Scott Circlin. Uh, I am located just outside of Phoenix, Arizona in a city called Surprise, Arizona. And uh, my company is CircWorks Art Labs. And it is it's a number of things, but uh, primarily it's sort of a lifestyle brand for evil geniuses, mad scientists, and supervillains. And I also do a lot of comic books and uh, make comic book uh, products, content, and I teach comics on YouTube. So I just wrapped up a series, like a, it was like a, oh geez, it was a 22 week series on how to make comics basically from start to finish. So that's all up there. And it's like 17 hours of content. If that's, if you're interested in making comics, it pretty much, pretty much takes you through the whole thing, so. Scott has an ability to work more than other normal humans. I just wanted to let you guys know. All right, D, you're not going to be last. Naomi's going to be last. D, tell us about you. Hey, I'm D. As John said, I'm the other half of this two-person studio. We're in Peoria, Illinois, and I'm what you call a graphic designer who loves to do anything that creates um, a visual identity for a company or a system for a company. I love working with people who are eco-friendly, especially package design. Because you were on 348? I, on, I think so. Design Recharge. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. And it's good. From So I, th I think you and Scott were in the first, or one of the first. Um, yeah. Hey, Scott. Yeah. How's it going, Dave? Okay. Whatever I call it, power stations. Okay. Um, all right, so this is uh, about struggle. Oh, sorry, Naomi. Lord, there I'm struggling. Tell us, Naomi. No worries. I'm Naomi. I'm in Portland, Oregon, so just under Chris there. Um, and with my daughter right now, I'll call her my apprentice. Um, but I have an independent graphic design company, and then I've just launched a membership where I do um, – uh, pre-designed layouts. I don't call them templates because I don't give um, editable um, documents to the clients. They just get a final PDF, but I'm working mostly with copywriters who are looking to 
do opt-ins and lead generating PDFs and things like that. So they have a shop that I've created of pre-designed layouts. And um, I just finished at the beginning of this month, my founding membership launch. So yeah, that's what I'm doing primarily right now. And that's actually gotten me a lot of traction. Even copywriters who haven't signed up are coming to me with just their custom work now much more for those types of projects, which has been awesome. So yeah, mainly in, in the story brand community. I'm a story brand certified guide. She helped me with uh, the was a power station or was it camp? I can't remember. Um, power station. I think. I think. I think your main design company. Okay, recharging you then. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Or little bird. I. I anyway, we worked on some stuff. I think and little I bird was the script we worked on. Yes. Oh, sorry. Lost. No. Your turn now, honey. No, I'm just kidding. All right, Nate. I know she can't talk. She was just banging. She was just putting her voice out there. All right, Nate, it's good to see your face, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's on fire at Nate's house, and I have a tornado. So you keep going. Well, it's always on fire around here. Um, uh, let's see. Just like we're doing like little quick. Oh, videos. who who are you? Where are you? And what do you do? Okay. Uh, I'm Nate Bear. I'm in New Jersey. Um, and let's see. Day job is working at a subscription box company and side gigs doing illustration and branding and random design for a couple clients right now and have like web stores where I sell pins and t-shirts. And so those are my main tracks I'm all halfway committed to. <laughs> all right. All right. Last but not least, Andre, you'll have to unmute though, buddy. He's already been surfing today, people. He's in Portugal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a stressful few days. Uh, let, I let a few things get to me. Um, so yeah, spoke to, to Diane actually, uh, whilst I was just feeling overwhelmed with, I don't know, I just, I'm tired of COVID, um, a few personal things at home, not, not anything bad with my immediate family, but just general things. And um, yeah, I'm just tired. I'm just very tired trying to, to create things and um, I sometimes feel like I'm walking in treacle uh, and not moving very far forward. So anyway, I went for a surf this morning and um, it always, I guess, it puts things into perspective. Um, you know, there's a lot of, lots of things we can't control. Um, and I guess it's just frustration wanting to, to break something. But um, yeah, the surf helps. Um, you know, the waves put you back to, back back to reality um so yeah my frustration is just just my children as well i'm struggling because um i i can see that uh, mentally it's not good for them from i've got a 16 year old and a seven year old and I, for both of them even the teenager initially was fine but i guess it plays on my mind as well because uh, i'm a bit worried about them so yeah that's that's um that's what's stressing me out at the moment all right so it, it tell them who where you are and who and what you do oh sorry um, in, in Portugal, um, just outside of Lisbon, um, in a little village just outside of Lisbon, um, I'm, a, I'm doing brand identity and also working for a web and app development company. Um, soon to be partnering with somebody else who, uh, he has a pool of creatives that he, that he uses from time to time. It's a, it's a brand new startup. Uh, we've, we're still in talks actually, so um, I don't want to jinx it. Um, so that's, that's what I'm doing. Um, I'm from South Africa, moved to Europe, traveled a 
quite a few places, lived in a few places. Um, and yeah, Portugal's home for now. And you're friends with Demi, who's going to be next. Yes, absolutely. So Demi's tell where, your name, where you are. You can say where you're from too, and then what you do. You got to tell them about your new website. Oh, oh, what is weak? You sound like Mickey Mouse. It was the weirdest How about sound. Now, now How about you now? sound like Demi. Okay. Okay. So this was a glitch of my sound card. I'm so terribly sorry for this. Um, I'm Demi. I'm originally Greek, but I live in London for the past um, almost five years now. Four and a half. Wow. I design brand identities and I am mostly focused on uh, restaurants and the food business and I'm deeply involved in research on semiotics which is the study of signs and symbols and, and how they work and this has been my latest um, endeavor I would say. So, yeah. Well, you put your thing in the chat, too. I'll okay. put my website on yes. the chat. Yes. It's really cool, guys. Okay, so Jacob, and then we'll end with Regime, and then we'll get into the talking about, from, even though Andre kind of started us off, which I think we all, Amy over there in the chat was like, amen, we're done with COVID. We are ready to be done with COVID. All right, Jacob, tell us about where you are, who you are, and what you do. Hey guys, my name is Jacob. I am a graphic designer and brand strategist in Raleigh, North Carolina. I run a design studio called Sababa Design, where I um, work primarily in um, brand identities and environmental graphic design for higher education. And on the side, I also have a gourmet cotton candy uh, company called Hot Mess. Um, some of you know about it, some of you don't, but it's like very obscure flavors and fun branding and packaging. And they're... Um different kind of flavors that, yeah. and a lot of times sometimes they're alcohol infused flavors. Uh -huh. oh look at so there sorry. that's right when i got my package this week i was like oh gosh did i order something from victoria's secret i, I think i got the wrong package <laughs> like it and then it said explicit i was like i know i did not order something explicit <laughs> i was i was concerned and then i was like taste explicit oh oh it's from jacob okay <laughs> okay Regime, tell us about you. Hi, Regime. Um, live in Columbus, Georgia, and um, I am an artist where I am dipping into a lot of things. So just um, building up my skills and learning about things, and um, soon I will be having um, focusing on my nonprofit and um, working with uh, vets and um, children. Cool. All right. All right. Let's. Um, so we'll just do the we'll do the physical hand raise. Uh, I think everybody's got use of their arms today. So hopefully, uh, but we're going to start with Jose because he's got to go early. So Jose, what is your biggest struggle? Is it in the past month or is it? I know you had done sporting. So sporting things, yikes, COVID kind of kills all the sporting things. So what's been the biggest struggle for you? Yeah, basically, um, I've, got, I've got that in one hand. And in the other one, uh, I used to, to work with another person. And uh, uh, lately, we have been uh, having some tensions as well. So uh, it, should be, it should be, as I planned it before, uh, at, at the beginning, we, we said, 
he was going to work like independently. Uh, we are not, we are not like uh, I'm the boss and he's uh, uh, the employee. It's like uh, he's going to work um, quite independently, uh, doing the um, commercial stuff for for a venture that that we have together, which is this one that that uh, that tends to to help this uh, this kind of client uh, also from. In some of the of the projects, uh, what uh, what I found is that uh, he didn't do really <clears throat> really the work as I as I as I would like uh, it to like be. to the caliber that you would wanted it to be. Yeah. So uh, it 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 just uh, created so much tension lately, and if you put together that uh, with uh, COVID situation, all the clients are pulling out. From, from projects and uh, yeah, it's, it's, just, uh, it's just annoying, it's just annoying. So show of hands, who in here has had a struggle with either contractors or um, based on, and this doesn't have to be during COVID, it could be any time that you've had maybe your idea and their idea wasn't the same. Can you just raise your hand? All right, so this is a very uncomfortable conversation a lot of times, right? Yes, so has anybody felt like they have rocked it out when they've had this conversation? Like, and it's gone really well. Andre, you look like you were going to say something. Oh, but you're muted. It's a, it's an awkward, it's an, it can be awkward, I guess. Um, especially when there's money involved. Um, I, I wouldn't say that I've, it's, it's ended well, I haven't been in too many situations like that, but honesty is all, I guess, is putting it straight out on there is usually the best way to do it. Um, but then again, if you are doing it via Zoom, you might not be getting your point that you want or your your feelings across as you want. Um, I, I, I don't know how it'll, it's difficult to say if it'll end out pos uh, well or not, but I think honesty is the, the best thing. Just put it, Otherwise you're gonna, otherwise you're gonna burn up inside. I reckon. <laughs> so like, through. oh, go ahead. Yeah, Jose, sorry. No, it's just it's the same. I was saying that I'm 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 already halfway through because uh, yeah, I had this conversation last week and I was like, okay, do it, do things, please, this and this and this way because the the one that is um, putting himself at stake with the client in this case it's me because I'm the the one that is executing the, the project and also doing all the all the transactions of the money. Um, he did completely other ways. He he went the the, the opposite way. So, <laughs> so I had the the difficult conversation already, <clears throat> but I didn't end, end things uh, straight away because uh, there is some personal um, friendship as well. So I, I didn't want to, you know, uh, straight away uh, cut all those <clears throat> all those knots and and then uh, leave it like that. But uh, it's been nearly seven days from that, and I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still thinking that I should have, I should have uh, go completely forward and say, look, this is not working. We should, we should finish this uh, straight away. I, I would just quickly add that if uh, obviously there's there's clients involved, so I, I would personally try and see those projects through before, before rock in the boat too much and as soon as you because otherwise it's your name and you're in the front line there 
I, I, that's my opinion. I would, I would get that out the way as best as you can. And once that's done and your, your name is out of the limelight, then, then do it behind the scenes. That, that's what I would do. Thank you so much. <laughs> what about anybody else have any uh, a situation or uh, they resolve conflict like this? Or Jacob, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was, one thing that's really helped me is um, be in the future, be very clear about your expectations with them up front and be honest. And then also give yourself some padding, like, like with the deadline. So if the deadline's not due until Friday, make the deadline a week earlier for your uh, contractor or you know, so that if something does go wrong, you still aren't like, oh, should I have to give this to the client tomorrow? Um, remember, my mom's here. Sorry. It's okay. It's a PG. PG people. PG people. Okay. Sorry, mom. Her ears are probably burning a little bit. It's okay. It, you kind of slurred it, so maybe she didn't catch it. Um, I love you, Jacob. All right. So, um, all right. So, I'm just going to ask it. So, Dee and John, you people work together and you live together and you're married together married together i don't know and you're married so what do you do d i'm asking you because i know there have been some frustrations you're like john i've been telling you this dude for three weeks and he's like oh my gosh i didn't know right well it has been a little challenging but like any working relationship you're trying to find your groove and john has worked for a company where he's been doing very linear type work for the last 31 years and coming into the studio last June and I'm very organic and very, I just want to say everything that's on my brain. And he's like, but you said, and I'm like, I know I say a lot of things and I'm just me expressing ideas and seeing which one to grab. And I think we finally found our groove after six months. It was challenging at the beginning. Well, at least you knew you were, weren't out, getting out of it, right? Like this, we're doing this buddy. Right. You're wearing t-shirts. Every day. Dee right. broke the and chain it, today. This is the first time I've seen her without a, one of y'all's t-shirts on, which mm -hmm. I actually really like y'all's t-shirts. Okay. So John, what do you think? How, how is it when, when you working with your partner? And watch your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's, it's funny. I, anytime I mention this to somebody that we're working together, that we went from the situation we were in to this new situation over the last year, and they're like, and you're still married. So that's successful, <laughs> you know, because I mean, there's, there's no break. I mean, in, in a typical relationship of any kind, you have those, those break periods where you're going to work or you're going to do something else. But in our case, we're always together all the time. So we're both the coworker that we're complaining to, you know, or explain our situation to about household and vice versa. So at a certain point, you don't have that outlet sometimes so it can be a little frustrating but i think we're communication wise it's just be upfront and try to be understanding if something doesn't make sense you have to go okay wait i'm not understanding this and it took me a while and i'm still working on it by the way at this point where she says something i'm like oh that makes no sense what are you talking about <laughs> you know and i have to go okay wait so what are you asking then exactly? Because <laughs> I have to adjust my tone. Because yeah. as I know, as she says, it's, it's not how what you say, it's how you say it, right? Yeah. So I'm working on that. But yeah, we're, we're, we're getting along fine. I'm, it's much better. Every day we learn to work with each other a little bit better. So how about so. some, some uh, Chris or 
or um, Scott or Nate, Regime, who uh, Naomi, Demi, who y'all are working alone. What? Um, yeah, Naomi. Yeah, just I have some thoughts, and I'm sorry if there's noise. My daughter has blocks, um, but I have some thoughts as the person who is the contractor quite often for like a copywriter who has the client. Um, one thing that I've learned over the years is like make sure that your contractor is not afraid to ask questions. Don't hire someone who thinks who who has to come off as if they they know everything, because if a contractor thinks they know everything they are going to be that person who takes it on correction because they are too afraid to ask questions. They're too afraid, afraid to clarify mid process of like, Oh, I'm in the middle. I thought I understood, but now I've hit this point that I'm not sure what they want. Don't hire someone who's not willing to come back and ask in the middle of a project and, and say, I don't know, you know, because when you hire that person who thinks they know everything, it is going to be double the work. And so that's just, something I've learned over the years is like, just ask questions. If you don't know something, go back to your client, which is often the person who has their own client and ask questions and just, it helps everybody. So when you're hiring that person, I don't know, maybe you've worked with this person for a long time. So it's been an ongoing relationship, but when you are searching for a contractor, that's what I would say is, is have that conversation up front. Ask, are you, are you a good question asker? What is your process like when you hit a roadblock and things like that to just know up front if they're going to be willing to come back to you and ask questions or ask questions on the front end. Um, so that's just some thoughts as the, as the other side of the partnership. Chris, then Joey, Chris, then Joey. Sorry, I have muted myself too. So one of the perspectives that I'll bring is I generally work alone, so I, I don't have contractors that I'm working with, but there are some similarities between whether you're working directly with the client or you have people that are doing the work with you. And I think the best thing to understand at all points of the project is, was I hired for my vision or to bring their vision to life? And I think where you start confusing those is where trouble comes in. And I know for myself that when I've confused those, then I get upset because then I'll become, by nature, I'm a people pleaser. And so I, I just want to make them happy. But when there's that dissonance between their vision and my vision and I'm pleasing them, I am, I am just shoving down my own emotions and feelings to make them happy. And the greater that dissonance, the more that I'm medicating myself in the way that I do, which is I love food. So I'm just gonna go compulsively eat to make myself feel better. And then I resent the client, I hate my work, and I'm just an unhappy person. And that's no good for the world or myself for that matter. But that's just one perspective that I would bring. I love it, Joey. Yeah, something that's worked well for me in the past when bringing on new contractors uh, is to do a project together that doesn't require payment, right? So before I need a contractor, I'll try and work with somebody and say, hey, you know, if you don't have a portfolio site, let's build your portfolio site together. Hopefully they do, right? And most of the time they'll have a friend who wants a side project done or something like that. Um, and if they really want to work with you, say, look, let's work on something that you're doing for somebody else. I'm not going to get paid for it. Maybe you get paid. Um, but let's collaborate together on something where there isn't a deadline and financial pressure in my name on the line. Um, and if that goes well, we can see what it's like to interact and work with one another. 
Um, and then once there's a paid opportunity on my end, uh, we, can, we can sync back up. So that saved a lot of frustration because a lot of people, if you can't work well together when there's not financial and time pressure, then you know, that weeds them out for um, when there's an actual contractor relationship uh, that comes up. All right, um, who has another struggle? Nate, you haven't talked much and it's on fire there. So you wanna talk about your struggle? It's just good to see your face, buddy. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I guess my biggest struggle is just like, at the moment, just making time. I, I think I had some time carved out when I was commuting and you know, I had that, that time where it was like, okay, there's, you know, I've learned on the train where like, you know, I have my lunch break, but now it's like my lunch break is I'm the one making lunch or, and you know, there's no, there's no hour commute. You know, it's like, I have to really like stay up late or get up early and stuff, <laughs> which uh, isn't the hardest thing. Uh, it, it's not as, not as uh, consistent as before. So I think that's, that's where I am. Um, Anybody else ha having right. issues with consistency or time, just scheduling? Okay, just me and Nate and Naomi. Okay, all right. Oh, oh, John's like, oh yeah, me. Okay, um, anybody? Oh, Demi, I gotta go to you, buddy. You're my time guy. Well, um, yeah, I can help. Um, there's a, there's a few things. So time, uh, what what do you call time and consistency? Is really two things. One is one is time management, which is basically how, how well we plan. And the other is focus is like how, how it actually goes compared to the plan. Um, so putting, putting resources in each um, has, has its benefits. So um, do you, Nate, do you, do you find it more that you're struggling with yourself? Or do you find that there are external situations that push you out of your um, out of your day? Um, a little both. I, th I think it's more more myself and the management, um, and just like um, it's it's probably it's more me than anything else. Like, do you uh, like do you like what you're working on right now? Is this is it pleasing? Um, depends. <laughs> Some of it, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I've just been kind of procrastinating on a couple of projects and, and, and juggling things. Thinking it's like, oh, I can get both of those done in this, this time block. And I'm just like, not quite getting there. I'm like, okay, maybe this evening, maybe next tomorrow morning kind of thing. Um, and it doesn't help that it doesn't have a hard deadline. <laughs> so, so Scott's also really good about getting a lot of stuff done. Scott, uh, and you also have a lot of um, your attention is pulled in a lot of different ways. What has been something, do you set tiny goals? Do you say, hey, I'm going to get this done? How do you kind of get through some of uh, projects? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do both. I use, uh, you know, Trello all the time. So I'll have my sort of long-term goals and then I'll have project goals. And then I have a weekly goal that's just, you know, Monday through, well, pretty much Sunday through Saturday because I <laughs> work every day for it seems like. Um, but and, and yeah, I just, it's kind of just a bunch of checklists. And, uh, you know, if I have a project, I'll break down what needs to be done for that project. Um, and then, uh, and just kind of I, I prioritize everything, what needs to be done first. And, um, 
I don't know. That's it, it. Seems to work all right. But like, it's. I, I mean, if if you want to kind of segue into uh, sort of the challenges that I'm having right now, um, so my my goal for this year was to kind of move away from um, client work completely, just to you know building passive income streams and everything. But I had I had one big client that um, was pretty much funding everything else while I built this. So I was I was on that that road, but I was nowhere near being able to support myself totally just from, from these other income streams. And then of course, you know, COVID hit and then that client is just was pretty much devastated. They're, they're trying to work their way back and they're, they're, they're waiting on some business loans and things like that. So that may be, that may pick back up. But so right now it's just been like, okay, I'm, I'm already moving toward this direction, but now I've got to like speed it, speed up the process. So it's kind of like a, a race against time. So aside from all the obviously horrible things associated with this pandemic in some way, the, I guess the positive for me anyway, I'm used to working at home and doing all this stuff and being relatively solitary. So um, it's, uh, it's, it, it's kind of like the world's on pause. So, you know, whereas I had other bills, like my, I, one of my biggest bills was my daughters and dance and it just, it, the, the fees were just crazy, but now that's gone. So that's sort of relief, certain things like that. But I know that that's going to start picking up again and everything. So, so it's just right now, it's just like trying to get as much stuff done and, and kind of, you know, the challenge is, you know, just speed up that process and, and put out, you know, cause I keep, I'm putting out like digital products. Like right now I'm working on a, um, a collaboration with design cuts, that, but that's not even going to launch until I think um, October. So stuff like that. So I've got stuff in the works. I've launched other products and each time I launch one, it, it, it builds it, it builds the revenue up, but it's just a matter of having the time to build all these products and everything. So um, that's kind of my struggle right now. So one thing that Demi does, um, he chunks out his time. I think, you know, Scott, I think you do this too. You have time for your family, but you also have time for your health. You run. I think mm -hmm. Demi has time. He, I have a whole show with Demi where he talks about this. If you want to know, it's a really good one. I don't know what episode it is number, but we can look it up. Um, but Demi's like, me neither. But do you want to just, uh, like, Andre, you have, Demi's helped you. Can you can you summarize what he's helped you do within a couple sentences? Um, Demi definitely helped me, like, uh, 100%. I'm still learning how to, to work with it. But it's, um, I guess it's, it's blocking, blocking time, blocking time and, and prioritizing. Um, there's a lot of stuff that wasn't priority that I, I just had everything everywhere. And I, I'm still working through what, what Demi was teaching me, but it's basically blocking off time for uh, certain tasks and prioritizing. And then cutting it off. If you have already spent, yeah. like one of the things Demi was like, okay, well, how many hours a week do you want to work, right? So once you've, you've chunked all that, so maybe Nate, this would help you in, in that uh, ability to kind of say, okay, well, I'm, I'm, cause sometimes I think we're just pushing pixels. We're like trying to figure, oh, we'll, we'll try this. Oh, oh, what about this? Oh, oh, you know, it's like, Scott, you got something? Do you do that? Yeah, well, one of the that's that's one of the things that I'm trying to figure out the best way to do it because I do, you know, I mean, I've got a, I know what needs to be done, and I'm pretty good at like, oh, this is coming up, or like this project I'm working on right now, it's not due till October, but I, I have a pretty good gauge on all the different assets that I need to build and how long it's going to take. So, 
but it's like one thing that I started doing was this. I'm going to uh, say it's uh, it's Wednesday. I'm just going to work on this project for that the whole day if I can, you know, other than, like I said, I, I go jogging and do other stuff like that. Um, and if I have my kids with me or whatever. But um, and then the next day I may switch to a different project and work on that. But I don't know if that's the best way to do it or if I should, you know, maybe you know, concentrate a whole week on a particular thing. So if I'm like in the zone or maybe break it up, like through this, you know, three hours on, on this and then move to another one. Um, and, and again, some of that has to do with deadlines, but when nothing is, has to be done right away. Um, Cause right now I'm kind of my own, own boss. I mean, I'm the one driving these projects, so I don't have anyone telling me it needs to be done other than if there's like a collaboration where there's a, hard deadline, but again, that's off in the distance. So, so yeah, it's just kind of figuring out, does it make more sense to chunk out that time in larger areas? So you're, so you're, you're concentrating more on that particular project or switch back and forth throughout the day. And then sometimes, you know, I get, I get bored with working on the same thing. So I need to switch back and forth. So that's kind of, yeah, I deal with that all the time. I think everybody's got to find their own rhythm, but you just got to try different things. You got to talk to different people about what works and what doesn't work, I think. Um, so uh, Paul says scheduling. Okay. And just so you know, Demi's thing is uh, rechargingyou.com slash 321. Thanks to Chris uh, for putting that up there. Paul says scheduling projects and personal time, like really blocking out my time on a calendar really helps me. I may move things around. That's exactly what Demi talks about um, and shift the blocks. Things shift in the week, but the blocks are there and, and actually planning it out before you are in the middle of it so you know what you're going to be working on you just kind of figure out you got to test how many things i know um a regime has something and then demi's going to share something and then i have something okay go regime oh wait wait demi bookers can you guys see my screen yeah, but regime was going to go. But okay, well then oh, we'll so, do so, you sorry, then so regime. Sorry. No. No, 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 please, please, please. Done. <laughs> Demi's just so excited about sharing about time. I mean, if anybody needs help, like Demi is great to hire to help about time. Like he's amazing. Okay. All right. Regime for real. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so um, I'm working in a nonprofit right now and <sighs> ideas, ideas, they come, they come, and um, trying to get everybody on that idea, and then me, me um, having some, um, some um, difficulties with uh, spelling and um, my handicaps, <laughs> I've learned to say, can you do this for me while I'm thinking of all this stuff? um doing an action this weekend i couldn't think but to give everybody a call so i was like i had my friend actually giving messages to our group <laughs> and then another person doing something else while my brain was thinking at the same time but if they had not believed in you know or knew about what my um my challenges are they wouldn't have known to like just jump in and pick up the the pace or pick up you know and and run with it so we can get it all done i think delegating is key and it's also telling people where you are right knowing where you have we all have shortcomings or all have stuff that we're not great at 
And it could just be like Scott saying, hey, I'm going to tell, I'm going to try this this week and we're going to see if it works. Or John and Dee say, hey, I'm going to try this this week and see if it works. I just realized that my shirt's <laughs> inside out. I just put my shirt on inside out today. Holy moly. Talk about struggling, people. Uh, Jacob doesn't even laugh. He's like, nothing surprises me with you, Diane. Like, nothing. Okay. And Demi's not laughing either. He's like, hmm. Okay, I just, I was like, why do I feel these little ridges? It's because my shirt's on inside out. Nobody can tell. I'll tell you that. Nobody can tell. It's <laughs> Jose's laughing so hard he had to cover his mouth. <laughs> okay. Um, anybody else kind of resonate with what Regime said? Making sure you tell people where you are, even if it's your family member or if it's, you know, wherever. I think it's super important. Um, I don't know about that, Dave Co. I'm not quite a trendsetter. Oh, John, were you going to say something? Oh, but you have to unmute, buddy. I mean, I can read your lips because I have a hearing disease. So I'm there okay. you go. How's that? Good. Yeah. So I, I think it's really important with D and I also because we're so close to each other. We're in the same house. We're family members, and we have a tendency to think that each other knows what the other one's thinking. And then that frustration level comes in because, like, how did you not know that? We well, didn't tell me. What do you mean I've been talking about it for a week? So I, I, that comes from both sides. I think it's, it's something communication is really important keys. Well, and even with the thing with Jose, it's like checking in on a regular basis. Like, where are you? Is this, what, what are you having trouble with? Is the, is the goal still correct? You know, are you still like setting, is this still going to work? Or do you have enough time? Or have you put too much, you know, like, are you getting stuck in something? Can I look at it? Like, like when you're thinking about it, maybe somebody else could look at it, right? Like regime's talking about, because then it gives you a fresh, it also gives you a fresh set of eyes to, to kind of go from there. Okay, Demi, share your, share your slide now, buddy. It's a new slide, people, just so you know. Yeah, it's a new slide. I was really quick on the trigger there. So sorry. It's Can okay. I'm glad you're screen? excited. Yeah, we can see it. Amazing. So basically, basically this is, this is the breakdown I've done. Um, so, um, revenue today is based, um, so first of all, I'm, I work like six uh, days a week. So just bear this in, bear this in mind and, and how it might work for you. So revenue today is, is, is work that, you know, um, you're actively getting paid for revenue tomorrow. It's anything, uh, related to actual work like um, sales, marketing, getting um, getting clients in, and uh, planning uh, to to get revenue. Uh, being curious um, is pretty much everything um, in terms of self development and learning. And sometimes it it can be very can be very sparse. It can be very weird. I usually get lost on Wikipedia on many things from uh, pterodactyls to um, ancient Rome and you, you never know when this is going to uh, inform your work in three or four years. Uh, there are some some things that need to, to be done in terms of uh, family, uh, social stuff, paying bills, so everything um, and all always uh, fun and relaxation as well and just uh, distressing for the day and um, the numbers on the bottom uh, is is the time that I assign the hours the hours that I assign for each of these each day and this is where it gets 
it gets important. Like if you if you plan for all of these, uh, so uh, especially in social household, there's this there's this idea that um, sometimes our family might might not need us for entertainment or socializing, but they, they might have a challenge, they might have uh, something to solve. Um, if, you, if you account time for this uh, from the get-go, then when, when something happens, something important happens, you don't, you don't have to, um, to sacrifice something else in order to, to make this happen. This is the, the most important bit. So, um, and, and also, it, it might be it might be tempting to overwork and getting. Um, uh, I, I want to ask a question: like, who who feels that they're amazing with their time? Like, who feels they got it a hundred percent, absolutely perfect? No hands. Okay, so I would say it might be like. Does does anyone recognize the um, um, the concept of flow? Anyone heard of flow? Okay, it's a monster. So flow is so flow is weird. Like if you're not a hundred percent great with your time, trying to achieve flow might be counterintuitive. This is, this might be running before you start walking. So it's very tempting if if you are in a flow state, you're working fine, everything is going your way. You might be tempted to sacrifice your your entertainment or your curious time or you know your scattered brain and the what what you can you cannot anticipate all the time is that you're you're tapping you're tapping into a resource that might be useful for you tomorrow so a crisis like covid is one of the situations where you know how how distressed and how relaxed and, and how clear-minded we are might make a huge difference. So the idea that, oh, I'll be working more today because I'm in the flow state and doesn't matter that I'm going to sacrifice uh, a, a, night of, um, a, a night of good sleep or a, a few hours with my family. They, you, the, the thing is that if you're not prepared to do that, um, it, it, it might challenge in a big way. So one way that I've suggested for, for, for people to do this is if, if you have Legos of different colors, uh, if you have at least five, you can you can create this. Like you can spend your Legos by putting them on on the tower. And basically, when you're done with with something, you don't like when when you're done with your revenue today work, or when you're done with your sales work, you don't have any more to spend. So you'll have to switch to a different task, even if this task is entertainment or family or um, reaching out to people. So um, these are the two things that I want to share. Thank you. I think that um, there's a writer, I can't remember, Hemingway maybe, I don't know, probably not, some older writer in that generation. They would always end the writing when they were really, it was really good and they knew what the next thing they were going to write would be instead of like, like going with the flow state. So he always ended when he knew there, he knew what else to write because then you pick that back up. I thought that was actually a really good, um, point of then that way your creative energy your creative thing is something that is repeatable chris you're shaking your head oh i was just I, i've heard that before as well and i i think that uh leaving on an element of uncertainty only extends that frustration into i don't know what i'm doing i'm an imposter 
people going to find out that I'm a fraud if they know that I can't, I don't know what's next. And I think whether it's your creative projects or your career, if you're uncertain in what's next, you know, that, that can be very demotivating and frustrating. Jose, it was good to have you, buddy. Have a good dinner. Um, so I agree. Uh, and I think that that's a really good point. I also think that goes the same vein of what Scott's doing. He's working, has this thing that's not due to October, but he's chunking it out a little bit. If he was on Demi's Legos, then if those Legos were this future work or this revenue tomorrow, this is revenue tomorrow, but he's got to actually work on it. He's got to do it. How great it'll be. I think sometimes when we put off and we put off and we put off, like who in here is a procrastination? Sometimes procrastination is good. Adam Grant talks about, <laughs> Timmy's like, oh man, Joey's like, nope, not me. I'm not a procrastinator. Nope. Uh, so maybe you and Scott are in that same thing that we can kind of learn something from that. I don't think Dee raised her hand either. Just so you know, I didn't, can't see with all the flames. I didn't see your hand getting raised, Nate. So, but when, um, when we chunk it out, if we procrastinate for too long, then it becomes this big thing that we, oh my goodness, have to do if it's come September. And then he's got, then everything has to take a backseat. It's kind of like having somebody who has some sort of, um, you know, a COVID, it's a COVID situation, right? Because you haven't planned for it, but because he's chunking out and working on these brushes or these, whatever he's working on, that he's, attacking it a little bit. Joey, you got something to add with procrastination since that's not one of your killers. And did you see Demi raise both of his hands? I love this. All right, Regime, you're next. Joey. Um, yeah, so I guess procrastination hasn't been a huge issue. Note that like I'm single and don't have any kids. So it's a lot easier not to be distracted from work for me. Um, I use the 90 software, formerly uh, EOS, now it's called 90, and it uses the language of having three-year goals, one-year goals, 90-day rocks that you want to accomplish, and then individual weekly metrics that you track to make sure that you're um, keeping up with that 90-day trajectory to hit those rocks. And that's been super helpful for me. I have bi-weekly meetings uh, with the team at Creative Critique, and we all hold each other accountable to our metrics. Um, and the more that you can put numbers to what you're trying to accomplish, I think the harder it is to avoid it. Because I know each day, if I don't reach out to, you know, 20 people in this category, I'm not on track for the week. So I'm not on track for the quarter. So I'm not on track for the year. Um, and, and it's a very intentional decision to get behind, right? So the more I can put metrics around what I'm trying to accomplish in my life on a daily basis, uh, the more aware I am of the effects of procrastination. And it just goes into, you know, thinking beyond the moment to one degree off from your goal today will take you hundreds of miles off from your goal three years down the line. So I'm definitely not perfect at it by any stretch of the imagination. And I know that it's a lot easier since I'm single. Um, but having those metrics has been super helpful. And then accountability with that biweekly meeting to say, hey, you're behind. What's wrong? You're hurting the team, right? Or you're on track. That's awesome. Let's keep it up. I agree. So Jacob said, what gets measured gets improved. But I am a big proponent of, it doesn't always have to be measured by things like sales, right? Or like how much money you're bringing in there. And um, it's maybe it's about engagement. Say you're trying to grow your following. Well, it's not always to me about the numbers. It's It can be about how many engaged followers you have. So that means how many people are going to respond and 
and you have conversations with. So I try to make a new friend each week. And I think that, um, I think that having a specific goal of me making a new friend, I'm not asking them for anything. I'm just want a new friend every week. And, and then, you know, I think that though that is something I do, I don't have the intention isn't sales. It's just about growing my friends. I remember some people have been like, why do you want to meet? And I'm like, mm, I like to meet new people and make new friends every week. You know, like I just found that this is, it gives me a lot of energy or something like that. So I think having like what Joey's saying, he had to contact 20 people, not get 20 people to say yes. He just had to contact 20 people. And I think Joey, were you going to unmute and say something? Uh, yeah, I was just going to agree with that and say, you can only control what you can control, right? I can't control other people's outcomes, but I can control it. Hey, I put two hours into working on this. Or I put um, you know, three hours into attending events or whatever it may be. So I did something yesterday. D wrote having somebody like Diane kicking your butt to accomplish things very helpful. Yes, it's also helpful to know that I can send something to D and be like, um, and I'll, I, lots of times I ask for real feedback and, and she gives me awesome because she's really good with her scene curtaining and things like that. But yesterday I was like, mm, I, mm, I can't take any feedback except we call it celebration. I was like, all I need is celebration. Thank goodness it's done, right? I sent this the sticker sheet, which actually, if you did see something, I've had to change some things because they told me I had a whole bunch of things I can't get printed. So um, the sticker sheet will not be exactly like that. So if you did find something that needed to be fixed, go ahead and <laughs> text me or call me later. But I think it's also good. It's important. Sometimes you just need your friends to celebrate with you. Sometimes you just need a laugh that you wore your shirt inside out and then, and you look like Waldo. Um, that's me. <laughs> Demi's like, what? Where's Waldo? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I think that having, so there's, it's some, thanks, Chris, the drum uh, he hit. So I think it's just about having people around you who are going to hold you and help you find a specific goal. Because like Jacob, he'll say, I want to do something, sell 20 tubs of cotton candy. But COVID happens and you, you can't, you don't have the venues. To, so it's really about making new flavors or trying something new or, you know what I mean? Like those are things you can control. And I love that, um, that, that, uh, Joey. So Joey, what are you struggling with, buddy? It seems like you got everything together. You quit your job last week. You started doing this, right? What, what could be wrong? Um, definitely don't have it all together. Appreciate your confidence though. Um, it's, I guess, believing in the vision that you have for the future um sometimes you feel like an imposter right and you, you face that imposter syndrome of i'm trying to convince other people in a dream that i have and i believe in it um but constantly trying to convince other people to believe in it sometimes makes you question do you really have what it takes like can you actually pull this off you know um and it's tough when you're leading in or a small organization but other people around a vision um, to instill confidence in them when you don't always feel confidence in yourself, right? And I know a lot of that is just a mental mindset thing. Um, but that's probably the biggest thing for me recently is believing in myself to help other people believe in the vision of, of specifically creative critique, what I'm working on right now. Anybody else have that? Oh, we got a good many hands. All right, Jacob's got two hands. Let's talk about that, Jacob. Um, yeah, 
similar what I'm really struggling with lately, especially with hot mess is like before COVID, I would be going to uh, vendor events. And so it's a lot of like instant gratification, like people would see it and buy it. And so it was kind of like instant feedback loop and it was positive. And now I feel like being online, I'm shouting into the void and I'm having like this underlying stress about what am I doing? Is it right? Uh, like, it's kind of like an imposter. Um, but nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. Really? <clears throat> I mean, you, but it, I think it's about having some people. I know Chris and I have a, a same friend, same friend, a mutual friend, a same friend. What am I saying? I don't know. Mutual. Mutual um, is correct. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Timmy. A mutual friend. And I think, uh, sometimes we just have to be there for each other is if we're trying to work on something then then we can realize that we don't all have it together and we don't have to put on a act but we have to have a, a group of people that we can be comfortable and honest with right chris you moved your mic so i know you're gonna say something oh i was just gonna add too is is just having those people in place where you can be honest with them without being judged or because, uh, you know, putting it out into online world, it can be easy to get that instant judgment. Um, but we need that raw, honest feedback from people that know us and love us without that fear. And want us to succeed, right? Like, that's the yes. same thing with Joey. We have to have some people on our team that will hold our feet to the fire, but also we know that they want us to succeed, right? All right, John, you are going to... John. Uh, you were gonna you raise your hand, but you have to unmute. Member, you're now still muted. I don't. Oh my gosh, I'm learning how to use a mic apparently. So, yeah, and, and Chris, by the way, before I forget, I could just sit and listen to your voice before I go to bed. It's so mellow and calm. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so the whole imposter thing, right? I mean, it's, gosh, it, it's easy to get wrapped up, especially with the online world, the abyss, as you know, Jacob said it was. It's like there's so much talent out there, and you see all these things, and you're like, what is the point? I, who is going to like my stuff or what I'm doing, whatever my talent is, your talent, whether it be a product or whatever, you see it out there, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm just going to go, I don't know. I'm going to go hide my head in a pillow and listen, you know, to Chris's voice. And that's it. And that'll make me feel better. But yeah, so you have to, you have to set those things aside and realize that, I mean, gosh, I don't know, did we have these problems before the internet? I feel like we didn't. The imposter syndrome wasn't oh, really there because oh, you yeah. didn't. No was way. It? In high school, I had imposter syndrome. See, I, Yeah. Yeah, clearly you were very self-confident and had no problems in high school. Anybody? Uh, high school problems? Nobody? Yeah, it's just me, yeah. Demi. Okay, yeah, I, okay. Oh, sweet. Yeah, a yeah, few yeah. of us, okay. right, John? So, feel, well, I, uh, so like, did you ever play a sport and you weren't the best at the sport? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. But it was like, always a drive that I felt I could be better, right? And maybe that's where I'm at now as I... Sometimes I wonder, I, I'm so scattered with some of the things that I'm doing. I feel like how I, I can't be better than those people. So now what do you do? So maybe your confidence is shaken a little bit, right? Maybe it's just clearer. Maybe because the team was smaller when you were playing. What were you playing? Don't say uh, golf. 
No, wrestling, swimming. Okay. Running. Okay. Those are team things. I mean, swimming's more individual, but you have mm. team, they're relays, they're things like that, but it's smaller. It may be a hundred people on your team. I don't know. We had a big swim team. Maybe not, yeah. but like, you know, you, you have think and other people believe in you. They also know where your abilities are and they know that you can get better and you have somebody else directing you here in life. It's us. Nobody's calling Scott every morning being like, Scott, you can do it today. Let's go. Let's get on. Let's go out there and run in the 106 temperature in Phoenix, right? You can do it, buddy. You won't die today in the whatever, right? Like nobody's doing that, but maybe we need to do that for each other. But then we have the internet, which is like this sort of anti-cheerleader. If you're on Twitter, I don't really spend a lot of time on that one. Uh, but I just, I, I don't really have, I don't know, maybe I just don't listen enough to people saying bad things, but I just don't have a lot of people saying bad things about me. It's fine. You can say bad things about me. I'm happy to grow. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's that people are saying bad things about me. Well, now you got me questioning that. But I mean, no, you haven't really. been no. on Twitter, no. but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nobody's saying bad things, but, but you know what I'm, you have a, in, you're envisioning either somebody else's way far ahead of you, but you're, you're comparing yourself yeah. to Scott today, and really you needed to compare yourself to yourself yesterday yeah. instead of right on. And D says you're a perfectionist. Mm, that there is that. Man, there's a good talk at camp about that. Mm. Nick, oh people, I don't know what day that is. I think it's day twelve. Day twelve at camp. If you guys don't know, there's camp coming in. It's two thirty, so it's well. Anyway. Can we round up? I just want to hear you of what you're struggling with. So, man, I'll just be praying for you about it. So could you, I'm going to go around and you tell me what you're struggling about. And then we may have to just pick up struggle again at the end of July when we do our next community thing. All right, uh, Chris, I'm going to let you in because you do have the best voice. I mean, I even said that in the chat. I was like, uh, but way before John even said it. All right. So Nate, since I've never seen you before, but I've seen your little face up there for me, your little, not face, your name many, many times. Can you start? So besides the things that you talked about, which I think was just overwhelmed, you have too much coming in, you don't know when to close the door to business. But can you restate your struggle? Or did you freeze? No, the fire's still happening. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, mine was the, uh, the time one, but... Um... Um, but is it because you're over you're putting too many things on your plate because you don't have the commute you don't have downtime uh, a little bit of that or just like um, I, I think it's just kind of like the, the schedule is like reshifted and I haven't like kind of just staked out the time that to re reclaim it um, and that's normal you know like I don't know if I, any of us have totally shifted correctly yeah, or or not correctly, but at all. We've done it, made it happen yeah. and work for us yet. Yeah, because whenever it starts to feel normal, then like something else kind of comes in. Like, you know, like my office and my day job has started. They were like trying to reopen and bring people in. And there was like a whole thing with that. And that just kind of throws you back into, <laughs> into uncertainty and, you know, following news and whatever. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Well, I, I'm too hard on myself. I don't think my clients have been here. <laughs> That's good. All right, Jacob, how about you? Um, the 
into the feedback loops, trying to get create a positive feedback loop. But um, listening to this talk, I've started to think I have a problem with thinking in absolutes. Like it, sometimes it's it's a really good thing. Like if I really believe something, I, I know it's going to happen. Like I started working myself right out of college. I knew that I was going to make it. I have no like doubt. But then like as soon as I have doubt, it's like it's done. Like that it's over. So and it applies to like every aspect of my life. So. <laughs> so I don't ever know if I'm muted. Sorry. Um, there's a book that I know you would love. It's called Atomic Habits. And I know we read books together, but you would really like this one. And it's about, he talks about this, uh, um, having this mindset of this is the way it's going to be. And sometimes it's really detrimental, but I think sometimes it's, it, you have an amazing drive, right? Mm -hmm. We just need to do your, at like 10, because I know you like to get up late, right? Okay, Jacob, <laughs> today's the day. You're going to do great. But I, I think that's good, really good to know, because maybe absolutes, maybe it's a little bit more shaky than, and not as solid, because sometimes it's good that it's not as solid as defined, right? All right, Regime. Oh, thank you, Chris. Man, you're the best. You're my new Vanna. Am I talking about procrastination? No, so you are talking about whatever is your struggle. We're just restating, oops, sorry. We're, re it's my first day using the mic, me and John. Um, it, uh, we're restating our struggles just so that we know what it is that you, I know what you were struggling with. I'm writing it down. Okay. Um, what's my struggle? So my struggle is, hmm. You want me to come back to you? Yes. Okay. Demi, how about you? Oh, um, this um, balance between helping helping people um, who don't want to be helped and feeling that I'm holding out. So there is this in-between situation where I'm trying to assess when, when somebody asks for help, I always try to assess if they're actually, if, if they want to pat in the back or they actually need help because I'm a very blunt person so I'm not sure if I should just dish it as as I think it or if I should dance the dance and and just support people so it's really hard to tell for me it is you need to, they need to tell you what kind of feedback they're looking for right man I have this feedback sheet I'll send it to you thank you it's like seven different kinds of feedback okay not that it'll totally help you, but it may be somewhere to start. What kind of feedback do you need? Do you need celebration? Because I know yesterday I needed celebration. All right, Dee, I'm going to you next. Hey, so I would say my struggle is deciding what to do. Um, as I said on the podcast a couple weeks ago, I grew up without the internet, playing in the woods in cardboard boxes, and then the internet came along and having a camera in your hand I want to do everything. So trying to find a focus instead of trying to do everything and diluting my time. It's a good one. You got to play a lot different instruments before you know which one you really like. All right, Andre. 
think I ran out of the stall with all those, with all my issues uh, right at the beginning. Um, but I, I guess it's just, for me, it's just learning how to deal with, uh, I, I'm assuming it's uh, anxiety at, at times. I'm assuming that's what it is. Um, but just, um, Dimmy's helped me out a lot in terms of timekeeping, uh, which has helped. But I guess it's just um, struggling with, uh, with this COVID and just this whole negativity and being online a lot more um where this has also helped a lot with with uh dimmy helping out with timekeeping is actually not spending so yeah. much time on pointless social media rubbish um so yeah just 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 uh, my my biggest issue is uh, is dealing with being overwhelmed okay Regime, you tell me when you're ready, just like wave. Are you ready now? Go, girl. Okay. Um, I had written it down too. Um, so mine is failure. Mm. And so failure, um, I said failure, um, with failure comes knowledge of self-awareness of your own talents and skill set. And it also acknowledges the skills of others around you. I love it. Failure is not actually the bad. That means we're learning, right? For sure. Um, Joey. Yeah, like I mentioned, just, just imposter syndrome and believing in myself as I convince other people to believe in the same things. I did. I've got to write it down. It's like the really awkward pause that I should have cut out of the podcast. I'm so sorry for you people listening. Oh, is something wrong? Uh, what happened? There was a big pause. Because she was writing people in her Waldo shirt. All right. Um, John. Is it the mute button that's got you? Is that your wow. struggle, buddy? It's, it, it is. I don't know. I can't run a mouse either. So a mouse or a mic, the, all the M's. So yeah, I, it's, a, it's a cross for me between like the imposter syndrome and picking a direction. And I think they kind of work in tandem with each other. Um, I have lots of different directions. I, I know I have talents going certain directions. And I know that if I focused on one thing, I would be able to do that one thing and do it well, right? but you get yourself into this circle of what not only is going to make me happy, right? But there's also what is productive and useful to someone else. And someone else is going to want to want that pay you for it. Right. You still have to make a living. So there's that eternal circle of running. And I feel like I'm running in circles, but between D and I, I think we have started to kind of hone in on our circle. We focused in more on, uh, in, eco-friendly type of clients for our business and we're working now in the merchandise that were was a lot more difficult and a lot more time consuming than what we thought it would be retail and product uh, so we're starting to kind of hone in on that and it's it's all starting to come together so yeah just the imposter syndrome and picking a direction which i think we're starting to circle in in now i have trouble with my mic sorry about that all right. Well, it's, I think a lot of us, I mean, if you struggle with imposter syndrome, raise your hand. Oh, Andre's like, we're slow to the game. <laughs> He's like, oh, not me. 
I'm like Joey with procrastination. I'm just kidding, buddy. I saw you. Okay, Scott, and then we end it with Chris. Well, maybe I'll tell you what is crappy with me. Scott, but we'll still end it with Chris. I'll go next, then Chris, you'll end it because you have the best voice. Yeah, for me, so just to kind of reiterate, um, for me, I think it's it's mostly just momentum and, um, you know, trying to increase productivity um, a little more than I have been, but still find, you know, <laughs> you know, free time and stuff so I'm, I don't go insane. Um, and just, um, yeah, trying to, you know, do all that and avoid burnout and uh, just uh, prioritizing tasks and everything and just moving forward, you know. How do you avoid burnout? Because you seem like you work a lot. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't struggle with burnout so much, but it's all like, it's always like in the back of my mind, is, is this going to be a couple, a couple of times it's just like, I just, you know, I, I do take breaks when I need it. Like, you know, this past weekend was Father's Day. So I went and spent time with my dad up at his place and everything and just kind of got away. So I do that when I need, need to. And, but I, I mean, I like what I do. So it's just, to me, it's not, it's, it's not always a struggle. Um, so I don't, it's hard for me to give advice on that. I just don't, don't deal with that as that much, but every once in a while, I, and again, it's just that it's switching tasks. I do a lot of different things. So if I, if I find one thing I'm just getting tired of, I'll switch and then I'll move back to it, to another, you know, back to that task later after I focus on something else. When you have a lot of working parts, I think. Definitely. Like, yeah. Um, I can't. I'm just am too southern. You got to go next, Chris. I got to be last. That's a good host or hostess. Absolutely, it is your show after all. <laughs> if you would have asked me in January what my struggles were, they are night and day from where my struggles are today. If you would have asked me last month, my struggles were drastically different from where they are today. And I think where they're at right now is what is my place in the world right now as a straight white man. And I want to elevate other people's voices, but also have a voice as well. I want to be empathetic and caring, um, but not get destroyed by the empathy and care. And so it, there's, it's a very fine line right now where I find myself I work with a lot of women-owned businesses and they talk a lot about destroying the patriarchy. And I instantly kind of like, I'm, I'm like, I get uncomfortable, but at the same time, that's where I need to be in that place right there. So the struggle, I guess, is owning that place that I'm in, minimizing my defensiveness and being open to those conversations and even at being willing to be in a, a place like this and sharing that I feel is, is my way of working through that struggle. If that makes sense. Well, that's kind of why I wanted everybody to restate it because once you've said it once, it might go away, but then to restate it, I think is also be like, uh, maybe it's not as bad as I thought, right? You're, you're naming it in a way. Um, Nick talks about that in day 12 at camp. If people want to go, but there's a camp. It's you can only buy tickets till Monday. Uh, Mondays, literally, you can buy tickets all day Monday, but no more after that. So, my biggest thing, um, 
is that I, I hate selling mm, really bad. I feel like I've been all up in y'all's grill about this camp, 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 camp. Oh my gosh. My mom will be like, holy moly, Diane, I thought you were going to end early. Yeah. Well, then you started talking about camp and it just went on and on and on and on. Well, it will be over. I won't be talking about it next week. Um, I know you're right, Demi. I need to hire somebody. And I have, I've done. I think that's the other struggle is that I am working a little bit too late and uh, I have hired some people. I, I know now what I've done that I know where I could, um, I think sometimes you have to do something first and then now you know where you could tell somebody how you wanted it to do. I have Will doing most of my, uh, he did all the After Effects videos, thankfully. And um, and I've had, my interns are working and, and it's been good, but it hasn't just, it hasn't, I probably didn't plan long enough in advance. So I wish I had a little bit more Scott's uh, forethought and thinking about it. Um, I kind of have an attitude of, Oh, I, it always works out. I'll figure it out. Like I can do it. Like I can do it. Right. But there's only, you know, a certain number of hours in the day that I actually can work cause I'm get tired cause I'm old, but I still think I have a lot more energy than some of my students who are lots younger than me. Um, and I attribute that to ADHD people. It's a great, uh, disease and I'm very thankful that I have it. Um, I am, my mom will be like, why'd you tell us we be at that thing? Mm. Anyway, I do. It's okay. It's actually helps me a great deal, but I know it has, hasn't always been great. I wasn't always the best student. Uh, but so I struggled in COVID life. I struggled with being alone in this little space that I have every day. Um, I'm a people person. So I really like people. I think John's there with me. He's a very people person too, right? Um, my husband's here and I think it would be really hard if there wasn't anybody here. I think for me, man, my heart goes out to people who are alone, right? Like, I mean, Jacob, thank goodness she got two dogs, right? Like, but it's, it's, um, I'm looking around Joey too. I don't even know if you have any dogs. Do you have any dogs, Joey? I didn't, I've definitely considered getting one though during this time. Did you know that the shelters are um, done much? They're they're empty. Like so many people have gotten dogs. Um, mm -hmm. That there's anyway. What a great what a great thing that's happened. Anyway, those are things I'm struggling with. So I I was like Joey. I had a, a number of people that I wanted to tell. I did a video and I just told some people about what I was doing because I feel like maybe somebody didn't know. There's things I'm. All of you people are doing stuff and I might not know what you're doing because I am in a hole or something. And so there's no reason to assume that you know what I'm doing. So anyway, I just wanted to last, this will be it. You can go to creativesignite.com. Now there are 27 um, speakers. It's one hour a day. It's for the month of July from June 29th. I know that's not July, but June 29th. Through August 1st, there's two, if you're a happy camper or a trailblazer, you get the Wednesday night community group like this, where we'll be breaking into small groups and then a Saturday group. And on Saturday, July 18th, there will be a workshop for like two and a half hours with Dave Clayton. If you're in the UK, right, Demi, uh, with you, or I don't, are you on the same time zone, Andre, as you are, as Demi? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. I, I can do that math. 
anyway, um, so it's at 4 p.m. y'all's time. And for every other time zone other than, I guess, Pacific, whatever, I, I can do those. Anyway, it's 8 a.m. for you, Chris, super early. But, right? But, um, but then for regime, it'll be 11 a.m. That's the Saturday. The Dave Clayton workshop is going to be awesome. Um, anyway, creativesignite.com. Thank you, Chris, for putting it in there. It's rechargingyou.com. It forwards over to um, that the inside thing because I didn't want to pay for two sites. Who? What? I, of course, I'm not going to pay for two sites. I'm just going to forward that URL, people. Um, like any smart businesswoman, right, that wears a shirt inside out. And anyway. All right. I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. I, I usually take July off. I realize now I should have taken June off while I was building this camp. I don't know what I was thinking, but maybe next year I'll do a little bit better. But I have at least one guest and this is perfect for you people who didn't get to go to camp or you are listening to the super late Brittany Barnhart. Man, she has niched. She took that big, ugly, scary step of niching and but she really just found it within herself. She did something that she was really passionate about. So I actually think that maybe the niche is is the exploration. It's it's doing other things. So it's not necessarily you're just going to work for dentists. It's that maybe you do lots of things, or maybe you're a problem solver and you help people with certain things. So I don't I don't think you have to niche on an industry. Um, and maybe your niche is being curious. Maybe that's the niche. Anyway. Brittany is uh, coming in. She's going to be coming in strong. She was just curious and now she's powerhouse rebranded. So she's going to teach us about her, her path and how she's gotten there. So I can't wait. It's going to go perfectly with camp. So if you're not at camp, no problem. You got, you can um, watch Brittany and get a little bit of insight. And I hope that you guys will join me at camp. It's my first year and maybe not the last one. Uh, I hope it's not the last one, but it might be, you know, this, we never guaranteed anything, right? Demi, right? You better put your Legos, stack them every day. So you're not packing all your work in then, right? All right, Nate's on the phone. He's got a call. He's really getting it. He's doing his stuff. Oh, now he's off the thing. Anyway, it's totally fine, buddy. You totally, I'm glad, just glad to see your face. I'm glad to see all of you. Thank you guys for sharing your struggle. It's really hard to do this. Um, it was really hard for me to do this alone, obviously. Um, but I really am glad that I have such good friends that will come on here and also be ballsy and share what is a struggle. So I really appreciate it. So I guess we'll see you next week. You guys can say bye if you want. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Diane. Bye-bye. Thank you, Diane.